0: the white house in 2020 the liz calloway show with nick summers on talk 94.5 tuesdays for hope with new directions right now on the liz Callaway show with nick summers talk 94.5
1: well, Welcome to the Liz Calloway Show. Uh, that's Glenn Dye filling in for Nick, and it is Tuesdays for Hope, New Directions of Horry County. The CEO, President and CEO, Kathy Jenkins, is joining us. Good
0: morning. Hey, good morning, Liz. Thanks for coming back. What's on your mind today, Kathy? Hey, we've got a really special guest today, um, Roberta Bogle. She and her husband are just um, incredible partners through the Center for Counseling and Wellness. And not only are they partners, but but um, personal friends. You know, they started the Center for Counseling and Wellness just about the same time we, we started New Directions. Um, and, um, and I was on their board of directors at one point. So um, I have known them for a long time, and we've had a great partnership over the years. And and it's just growing bigger. And Roberta is here to talk to us about it.
1: All right. Well, Roberta, welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I met you a few weeks ago at the Reckless Rooster and your husband, Ron, was there. Um, We've had him on the show. So tell us a little bit about uh, the Center for Counseling
2: and Wellness. It was a fabulous breakfast, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh isn't it that. good? Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, we started the center back in 2011. Mm -hmm. It's outpatient mental health and addiction counselors there. So um, we treat all ages, men, women, um, in outpatient counseling. We have four offices throughout Horry County. And then we are also in a lot of our partner agencies like New Directions and many other uh, nonprofits like A Father's Place and— North Strand Housing Shelter, Sea Haven. We have just received a very large grant with United Way to provide services in other nonprofit agencies.
1: Wow. Okay. So tell me, what kind of issues um, do people come to you with? Like, how do they get? to where you are? Is there a referral process? And and how do they... uh, What's That's a
2: really good question. So there's lots of ways people come to us. They can just walk through our front door and ask for help. Uh, Most people call on the phone. We also do have an email connection that you can make. Um, So we get referrals from doctor's offices, off the internet, just people doing a search for mental health counseling. We get a lot of referrals from the schools. And um, churches, just word of mouth. So lots of different ways. You don't need any kind of special referral to come to us. You can just walk in and say, I need some help. And so um, did you – how do people
1: – is this – I know you're a nonprofit, but there there must be uh, some kind of
2: payment or something. Like how do do people pay? Is there insurance? I mean, how uh-huh. do people get the help? Again, we have lots of options for that. So we have a sliding scale. Um. Which is based on income. We take Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance, um, EAPs. So whatever you have, our mission is that whoever comes to us for services, we will figure out how to provide services. And and we do have grant money that Mm -hmm. we can provide free services for those who need it. So um, there's a solution out there.
1: There's help for people.
2: Oh, absolutely. Anybody who's
1: listening right now um, can can be struggling with something.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And um, come and get help. And yeah, so there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to go find help. North Myrtle Beach, Surfside, Conway, and Loris are all the locations uh, of our offices. Yes. Okay, so the Center for Counseling is online. You can go to the Center, the number four counseling dot com, the Center for Counseling dot com to get more information. Now, Roberta, when you see the situations that we see um, happening around the country. Uh, a lot of violence in the area. A lot of people are talking about mental health issues and uh, red flag laws and, and things like that. Um, you know, we get the signs for here are the signs for a heart attack. Here are the signs for a stroke. Here are signs of, if you know, you know the four stages of, of this and that. Um, do we have something, some kind of mechanism for people who are maybe um living with someone who is struggling with mental health issues, uh we know that there is a list of signs uh for suicide, which is a mental health mm-hmm. issue but uh a lot of people are struggling in silence, and we don't know um A friend of mine just went through this with her husband um and she was in shock that he took his life i mean they're just she in didn't shock. Know. She didn't know. She knew he was struggling with mental health, did not know that he was, you know, making, thinking about that.
2: Yeah. Um, and so it's something we don't like to talk about. You're right. And that is part of the process that we have to talk about it. We have to talk about mm-hmm. it in places like this. We have to talk about it at home. We have to talk about it among professionals. Yeah, we have to we, talk about we're it. We're
1: always afraid that we're going to give the person the idea to think of and consider suicide by talking about it, but quite, I I think it's the opposite. Okay. All right.
2: It's the opposite.
0: So
1: tell us more about that then. Um, You know, what, what are some of the things that we should, you know, put red flags up in our own minds about a loved one?
2: Yeah. Uh, don't count out that possibility. Unfortunately, suicide rates have gone up and homicide rates considerably. And so talking about it, to see something, say something. So if you see something that just doesn't look like it fits, it's not their normal way of behaving. It's not their normal way of talking. Maybe they're hanging around with different people or not doing the things that they used to be doing. So so those would be the red flags you're talking about. Mm-hmm. and And talk about it. And, you know, there's help out there. There's counseling agencies like ours. There's the emergency department. And um, I, I think in light of those increases, I think people are taking it more seriously now and are providing the help that people need.
1: What, how important, and we're speaking with Roberta Bogle of the Center for Counseling. Um, what, how important is mental health the presence of a mental health expert in
2: schools? Oh, I think it's critical, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we have actually one of our counselors is also in, in the schools, and we've had other school counselors um, who worked at our agency as well. And so they're, they're kind of a screening person. They're a person who can help direct teachers and administrators on mental health issues, as well as interact with the children or make referrals when children need more in-depth counseling. And and that's something that we do at our agency when the, the school counselor is a very busy person. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, in listening with you speaking here and in light of everything that we're going through, especially coming out of the pandemic, um, which could have fueled or uh, made worse a lot of the mental health struggles that people or going through in their lives, you it know, did. being isolated and all of that. Um, I, I think what we're really lacking as a society, and I don't know what the problem is. I'm not ans- asking you for the the answer as to why we're going through this and how it seems so much worse than when I was a kid. But our, for some reason, we're lacking coping skills. Just, just everyday stress and, you know we can't be criticized. we can't we can't be, um, you know, we automatically call it bullying. We're always a victim. We're always there's so many things that are going on right now. And I, I was thinking, is it possible that schools can take a proactive approach to mental wellness instead of saying, hey, we have a mental health crisis. Let's try and fix all the problems as they break. Why don't we try and be more proactive when the kids are young to make them mentally stronger to cope, emotionally stronger to cope with You know, life stinks sometimes and people are mean. You got to get over it, right? And you have to kind of know how to cope with that. But by the time they're a teenager and they've been beaten down and they don't have those coping skills, then they may act out in another way. And and it's going to be hard to put that genie back in the bottle. What if we we were addressing it early on and, and focused on
2: mental wellness? Right, which is a wonderful concept. And I do think that some of that has been incorporated into some of the schools, from what I hear from school counselors, more than it was maybe when I went to school Mm -hmm. 50 years ago. So yes, I think that is a really good direction that we need to go. And just like physical fitness, we need mental fitness Mm -hmm. as well. And there's a lot of research and I think talk among professionals out there how critical at a small age, that young age, we need to help people learn those coping mechanisms identifying their feelings just talking about what's going on with them you know uh it was interesting i i've been seeing those uh commercials about
1: mental wellness and mental health issues and um there's a person that's struggling and and the person on the phone or the person working next to them is like come on just get over it look at the bright side of things stop focusing on the bad you know and that that person is just being completely tone deaf as to what that person is going through. Right. Um, So if if you see someone struggling and you don't have any expertise in mental health, what should you be saying? What should you be doing? What
2: is a good way to broach the subject? So be open, be accepting, be a good listener, and then access the help. Be the bridge for that person to get them the help that they need. So like if it's a child, tell your teacher, tell a Parent, if it's an adult, um, call our center and and you know help make that connection. So, so be the bridge in helping that person to get the help that they need, mm-hmm. and not just like stop out of it,
1: you know, yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah, right, not going to help. Right, um, right. when somebody's really struggling, this could be so many different reasons why they are. Oh, absolutely, struggling. And, um, and if they're falling into an addiction of any kind, there's so many different addictions out there, it's not just drugs or alcohol, there's. Right so many different kinds um it's usually i mean i'm going to i'm not no expert but it's it's usually a manifestation of something else that's going on in their life where they're trying to fill a need or numb a pain or or something like that um so what is like the process when someone if someone's listening right now and they're struggling what would be the first few things that they should expect if they were to come into the center for counseling and wellness um, if you know what is what are the first few steps so they they because it, it, they may not call because they're afraid,
2: right? So, one of the things we've stayed committed to over the 11 years we've been doing this is a person will answer the phone. So, it, it may go to voicemail if we're real busy, but it pretty much a person will answer the phone. And if they don't answer the phone, then you'll get a call back if you leave us a message if we're too busy. But we want that personal interaction, We we don't have a lot of you know, transfers and you have to leave a message kind of thing. So we we will, our intake coordinators will speak with the person who's asking for help. They have special training in that and take some basic information and they will set them an appointment with a counselor. So so the person will know, you know, here's here's who your counselor will be. Here's when you're going to come in. So we work pretty much by appointment only. And then that person connects with their counselor, and then they build that relationship together. So typically we only, can get people in pretty quickly.
1: And and I've also found that, not, you know, finding the right counselor for you is not always the easier, easiest thing to do. It's just because that one person is there, it doesn't mean that that's the person that you would be staying with the whole time, right? Have you found that there are sometimes relationships that, you know, if this is not the right counselor for this person—
2: Yeah, that happens occasionally. I I would say our intake coordinators are pretty good. We have about 25 counselors, and they know each one and what their specialty areas are. So we try to make that match Mm -hmm. up front. And typically, it usually works out. Okay, so I didn't realize you had that many to choose from.
1: Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Okay, so if someone right now has a family member, or uh, they themselves are struggling with, they're just not feeling right. They're just not feeling right, and they feel a lot of anxiety over help. it. Yeah. Um, they need some help. What is the first thing that they should
2: do? They should pick up the phone and give us a call. Okay. That's the best way to connect well, let's with let's give
1: us. people some phone numbers, and that way they know who to call.
2: Okay. So um, your phone our number. main office is 843-663-0770.
1: All right, six six three zero seven seven zero. You can also go to the website for the Center for Counseling and Wellness. It's the Center, the number four dot Right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, and um, anything else that you need that we should know about um, the counseling for for the Center for Counseling and Wellness that you would like to share that maybe we haven't talked about yet?
2: I think one one of the key issues in counseling and and how it can work is that personal relationship with their counselor and the confidentiality that happens with the counselor. So people will come in and they'll talk to their counselor about things they may never have told anyone in their whole lives. Mm. And as licensed counselors, we, we are mandated by our licensure board not to share that information with anyone else. So it's a safe place for them to come and talk about what they're really thinking, what they're really feeling, what struggles they're, they're having. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be intimidating, at first. Um, so, you know, we, we meet people where they are, and we walk alongside them and get them to where they need to be. And this is a nonprofit yes. organization. So, you, of
1: course, you're always looking for donations. if, if we are. someone Yeah. And uh, you mentioned the United Way. A lot of people donate through the United Way to all Absolutely. these great organizations that they partner with. Um, but you can also click on the donate button on the centerforcounseling.com's
2: website. Well, uh, Roberta, anything else you'd like to add? No, we are just happy to be here for Orie County, and um, w- we are just blessed by all the support that we've received from from our our partners and our clients and the counselors that come come through our agency. All right, and uh, we're speaking with Roberta Bogle. So, um, Kathy, tell us how
1: does uh, the partnership with the counseling uh, the this, this Center for Counseling and Wellness play into what you do at New Directions?
0: Well, Liz, um, I think you know that, that some of the biggest issues we have are mental health issues and addiction. And um, so our partnership with the Center for Counseling and Wellness started several years ago with a small grant to allow them um, to come in and provide on-site counseling at our men's shelter. This new partnership is um, is expanding um, through the funding from the United Way to allow them a day at each of our shelters. So it's going to be wonderful.
1: Well, you know, um, the one of the things that a lot of people talk about is when they're out on the streets, uh, in, especially in the cities around here on the Grand Strand, they find that they're, they're, uh, a lot of people who are on the street, living on the street, do struggle with mental health issues. I mean, what could possibly be done to... Convince some of those people that there is a safer place for them. I mean that I know that's like one of the biggest challenges for cities and for for, you know, organizations like New Directions
0: is to make a bridge somewhere there. But I know you you are working on that. We are, Liz. um, And and over the last. Uh, couple of years, we have expanded our outreach um, capabilities to um, be out there in the community and meeting people where they are on the streets. We also run a shower and laundry facility on the property. We have put a case manager in there who just since the 1st of February has case managed 123 people who are still living on the streets in an uh, um, in a touch point to convince them that there's a better way and and to just provide those those small tidbits of of assistance to encourage them to come in to the shelter for our program and
1: like you said you know the word is convinced because you no one can be forced
0: absolutely not into
1: a homeless shelter or into a program or into counseling and and that's um you know i mean Nobody wants to be forced into doing anything, but sometimes when you're dealing with someone who's struggling with some kind of mental health issue, it's really hard to get through, and that's why it's just a constant struggle.
0: Sure, and we we are not mental health counselors at all. Um, When I say that one of the biggest issues is mental health, um, it goes back to a survey, and multiple surveys that we do with our clients for them to identify where they feel like they're falling through the cracks, and hands down... Number one, self-identified is mental health. Hmm.
1: All right. Well, uh, ladies, you guys are doing so much work to try and help people in this community. Uh, Kathy Jenkins, the CEO of the New Directions of Horry County. You can find out more about New Directions. Go to helpnewdirections.org. And also, um, you know, we we thank you so much, Roberta. Uh, I mean, you and your husband are doing just amazing work. Uh, You've dedicated your lives. To helping people figuring out all sorts of ways I, I can't believe there are 25 different um experts there and counselors to help people that's great um so if you want to find out more information about them or give them a hand you can go to the center the number four counseling.com the center for counseling.com thank you so much thank you for having me all right thanks liz all right we'll see you next week kathy it's nine fifty-six. are we done with the show glenn we're gonna come back in just a few moments to so say goodbye